Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Thank you so much for being part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today, as usual. Welcome aboard, Michael Rodman, Peggy Lopez. Peggy Lopez, how are you doing today? Eric Hayes, Bruce Pollard, how are you doing, my friend? Paul Fleming says, I am checking in from ATL. Welcome aboard, my brothers and my sisters. Okay, we have an interview to do, so let's go ahead and get busy, get started right away. Clarence Thomas is the own from Michael Rodman. Regular beginnings. Michael Thomas. Oh, by the way, Rudnan, I need a check a checkup. How is your sore throat? Are you feeling well? Let us know. Uh, Clarence Thomas is the only Supreme Court justice to ever take a photo with a political candidate in American history. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas is the only justice in the entire history of the high court that has taken a, a photo with a political campaign candidate. Supreme Court requires the justice is impartial. That's, it's, but it's Clarence Thomas, guys. We expect no less. Uh, Egberto, this was mentioned yesterday, but I want to repeat it with a couple of follow-ups report. Derek Kushner scored $2 billion investment from Saudi Arabia. Kushner firm Affinity Partners made the deal shortly after President Donald uh, Trump, Donald Trump let, uh, left office with Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed. The whole Trump family are grifters of grifters on corruption and fraud as their business model. We know that. Walter Schaub. Walt Schaub tweeted, makes you wonder if Jared did something with his official authority for MBS before leaving government to earn that investment. Of course he did. He prevented the United States from really going after him for killing the reporter. Norm Eason, uh, Norm Eason from Brooklyn Institute tweeted the obvious. This is corruption. Michael Rodden says Republicans may have finally found something they'll impeach their own for killing someone. The South Dakota GOP is reportedly warning, uh, warming to the idea of booting Attorney General Jason Ravenport, Raven, Ravensburg from office for killing a pedestrian with his car in 2020. I know and he claimed he didn't do it. It was funny when I read that story years ago or a while back, months ago. Hit and run vehicular manslaughter and falsifying a police report yet only pled to misdemeanors. JDH, uh, YouTube writes, he, he killed a man lied about the circumstances everyone knew he lied and now that there is proof coming out of the worst thing that might happen to him is he loses his job amazing police searching for shooter after the 29 injured in chaotic brooklyn subway uh, train attack police are searching for a gunman who ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Who filled subway car with smoke using a canister in a chaotic rush hour shooting. Thursday that led to an, at least 29 people being injured. Yeah, I'm not going to read that. That is all over the news right now. Thank you so kindly. Paul Fleming is checking in from ATL. Welcome aboard, Paul. AVQ says, I am watching from Twitch. Bruce says, we don't need a war or apartheid to kill each other. How sad. You know what, though, Bruce? I've been talking to folks about humanity, right? And here's the thing. Uh, one of the things about humanity is many of us are fall to peer pressure, fall to just basic weakness of thinking. We need to get support from 
somebody that we think is stronger, that sort of a thing. You know, we have religion where people just don't believe in. I'm a humanist, but you have people in religion, person or this thing is there to give them direction because they need somebody to hold their hands, right? Uh, look, my wife is a deacon, so who the hell am I to really complain about that? But what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, uh, some of us are are humanists. We believe in our fellow man. Bruce, I believe I can count on you. Uh, uh, AVQ, I believe I can count on you. E2247, I can count on you. Eric Hayes, you guys promote is what I believe in or what I don't believe in, and I can go back and forth with you without losing my, uh, losing my, you know what, and that, that applies to some humans. Unfortunately, too many of us believe that we ourselves are not enough, and then we go follow a, I mean, if, if you're following somebody that's worthwhile, you don't mind that sort of sycophancy, right? But if you're following a Donald Trump or uh, or a Menac, you know, or, or any one of these evil psychopaths, then that's a problem, and that's what we have in society today. The that you are going to meet, most people that you are going to meet, most people that you are going to interact with, whether they be in the Black Panther movement, in the KKK movement or whatever, the white militia movement, any movement, what's interesting, and I'm, this is not a question that I'm asking, this is what I've lived, right? And you know, a lot of people take offense to when I say these things because it's like they think I'm trying to appease others, I'm not. Most people that are in all these different organizations, they're just looking for love, that's it. Just looking for love. And if one psychopath that's an Aryan nation person, give them the love, that's who they're with. If you catch them earlier on, they're with you. And if for those of us who are mature enough, those of us who really have the wherewithal and understand that that's a humanity, that way you don't go ahead, you don't hate your right-wing brother and sister. They get you mad. But your wife gets you mad, your daughter gets you mad, your son gets you mad, your grandkids get you mad, right? If you can put in the back of your mind that it's just human behavior, not a human condition, and you can actually make a difference in people's life. I, I abstract a lot of what people do. I'm not talking about the leadership now. I'm not talking about the psychopaths. I'm talking about human beings. Donald Trump is a psychopath. Many of Donald Trump's followers, including a sister of mine, are very good people gone down the wrong avenue. And the way the mind works, it's something that can happen. And it can happen to a liberal too. It just happened to be that progressives are on the right side of history. But we could succumb to the same type of sycophancy as well. Just thought, just saying. I think it's important for us to, if we can, if we can teach ourselves to think that way. Just think, just think, we would be able to emancipate many from the sick, from 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 the psychopaths that have their minds under control. 
Um, Eric says, bad policy always brings bad things to brothers died. Two brothers died as part of the 100,000 fentanyl killing due to the border policy and doing nothing except politics that is what Washington is doing. Wow. Uh, Eric Hayes, coming from a conservative, I find that statement amusing. Whatever happened to personal responsibility? I'm going to tell you a quick little story about Panama because this is very, very important and it shows you how dangerous your form of thinking is, right? Manuel Antonio Noriega was the dictator of Panama. That's what America liked. I'm a dictator. Yeah, he was a dictator, but he wasn't all that bad of a dictator. And, um, you know, but he wasn't any worse a dictator than Donald Trump was, okay? Uh, and, and, and what he did is he facilitated the drugs. He was a capitalist, right? Can't be used in America. Can we allow other companies to export elsewhere or, or even things that are illegal here, ALR, we allow them to export, use in other places, right? And so Manuel Antonio Noriega, you know, yeah, he helped the drug trade in the United States. But the United States has a drug problem. It has a problem with drugs that they haven't solved. All those kids in Appalachia, that's where the, you know, that is where the bulk of the, uh, the, the uh, amphetamines and all these different um, drugs are circulated, right? Going to Maine, all the white areas of this country, it, is, it has exploded. And now we want to talk about it as being a health concern, right? It's now a health concern. It's not like crack, where we consider the people who use crack not health concern, but animals. But that's okay. That's water under the bridge. That's water under the bridge. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We always talk, conservatives always talk about personal responsibility. And here, here, they want to somehow stop stuff at the border that's coming in. Well, you know why stuff is coming in at the border? Because in a supply and demand, in a capitalist society, when there's a demand, somehow the supply that meets it, right? That's why many of us are for legalizing drugs, because then you can monitor the drugs, then you can tax the drugs and use the tax funds to heal the people who use the drugs in such a manner that they get addicted. Because look, fentanyl and all these different drugs, I mean, you know, I don't use them, I wouldn't use them, but there are a lot of people who like the feel-good nature of the fentanyl, makes them feel good, and they, they use it appropriately for their, they get their high, they come down, and they're fine. And then there are those that are addictive. 
right? They get addicted to it and they need more and more and more and they kill themselves. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the currently. There are a lot of different forms of drugs. There's marijuana, there are these strong fentanyls, etc. Uh, and a lot of the prescription drugs that we have, and then we also have alcohol, right? You have some people that in the, in the privacy of their home, they go and they take their alcohol and they drink and they get drunk and they're in the privacy of their home. Nobody bothers them for trying to control their own emotions, trying to control their own being by medicating themselves with alcohol. Some have chosen fentanyl you may say well fentanyl is illegal yes it is you know but there are a lot of illegal things that people take right and they are or even the drugs that are dispensed and, and by the way we know it's illegal because there's a lot in the pharmaceutical industry but that's a different subject but here eric wants us to blame a polit a politician because all those folks in appalachia maine and the barrios and the ghettos are using these drugs and as opposed to pushing personal responsibility, as opposed to pushing programs that say, let's deny the demand. Let's teach people not to have the demand. If you don't have a demand, a supply will not be met. It's that simple. You don't have the demand, you don't get the supply. Okay? So please, please stop the silly notion that somehow stopping the drugs at the Mexican border is going to stop my brothers and sisters in Appalachia from finding a way to get fentanyl now from China through the mail, what they're not going to get coming over the Mexican border. It's, it's silly thinking. It is right-wing thinking. It is lacking thinking. And what we come to politics done right to do is to look at things the way they really are. So may I suggest that you reconsider the statement because again, Panama got invaded. We lost over a hundred American soldiers, over 10,000 Panamanians for silly thinking like that. George Bush senior invaded Panama. He destroyed a part of Cologne, destroyed a part of Panama City, destroyed a part of David with bombs. You see what they're doing in, 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 uh, in Ukraine right now that we, we consider it, it's a massive death of innocent Americans. I mean, innocent Ukrainians. That is what America did to us in Panama to get Manuel Antonio Noriega over 10,000 innocent Panamanians died on a silly errand because he is supporting drug transfer to America. What's the difference again? Uh, Putin is invading Ukraine, a bad thing, a wrong thing, an evil thing, because he said, you know, Ukraine, if Ukraine become a part of NATO uh, and all of that, we need to, we are not protect. All kind of crap he comes up with. It's no different the crap that America used, that George Bush used to invade Panama. And not only invade Panama, but killed 10,000 Panamanians testing the stealth fighter on the 15 pisos in Colón. Testing some of their other equipment in the Cuartel Nacional in Chorrera, 
Okay? So please, we should be educated on what we have done ourselves, and we should be educated on personal responsibility. The people in these places that are using drugs, Democrats, your capitalists make these drugs and they want to sell them and they pay doctors to prescribe them or to get them. You want to know who's at fault? Is it isn't the politician at the border that stuff at the border? It is those tits. You know what those are? Those are thugs in ties and Akarone said, no, Egberto, I don't expect a Supreme Court justice to be this much for brother Yishim. Peggy Lopez says, when the judge put on the Supreme Court with a history of sexual harassment, and now we have three of them. Tom C. says, Ron DeSantis threatens a Cold War with Georgia. If Stacey Abrams is elected governor, if DeSantis becomes president, look for a Cold War. If not, a hot civil war between red... I mean, DeSantis is a disgrace for humanity. Alistair Otters, welcome in from Conroman. Uh, AVQ says something is wrong with the audience. Reverb, I hope. Oh, you know what? Um, I am glad that you told me that because I think I know how to solve that. I didn't know I had an intermittent reverb, but I think I know how to solve that. Um, you guys, please tell me if I'm going to get rid of it by doing what I'm about to do here. Uh, bear with me. One second. I'm going to try something here that I think is going to be the issue. Uh, and you guys tell me if I've solved. Uh, that's not the problem. It should be a reverb then. I just saw, I, I thought there was going to be another area that, um, that I needed to look at, but I don't see it. No, I'm not sure why we're getting reverb. Uh, tell me, anybody else hears that reverb that Michael is hearing? Let me know. All right, Alistair, welcome. ABQ says, mind moving the mind bit. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm moving the mic. I only have one mic. Oh, let's see. Let's get rid of that and see. That. All right, you guys tell me now if you hear any difference whatsoever. I tried everything I possibly can. I don't think the Brio is on. Okay, let's continue here. Um, who else have I got here? Uh, Eric Hayes. Most of the time, so this says P says um, says uh, hi peeps. Lee Grant says hi all. Uh, let's see. Lee Grant says progressives always on the woke side of history or on the right side, of history, correct side of history. Melanie Keelan from uh, I think Barcelona, Spain. Welcome aboard. And now we have somebody called Barcelona Memory. Hi, Melanie. E2247 aboard. And Eric Hayes, Fentolin Killens. What you're taking with at all. And legalization. I agree. I agree. Robert Davenport says, hello, progressives. And let's see what else we have here. Michael says, the thing about the black market is that smugglers want to ship as much stuff in the least weight. Same thing happened during Prohibition. When you, before people drank beer and wine, instead started drinking spirits. Yep. All right, let's see. Egberto, intermittent bad audio. Can you move the mic a bit? I tried. Uh, let me know if that made a difference. I hope it did. 
Um, Egberto, removing the demand, just say no, was a wholesale failure to reduce drug use and addiction. Right, I agree with you 100%. Peggy Lopez says, the demand for opioids came from the drug manufacturers hyping the pain models med safe, doctors over-prescribing the drugs, Obama allowing for the distribution of millions of pills to one small outlet. I agree. I don't know that it's uh, Obama or any president who does that, but I agree with your basic premise. Carl Cox's politicians, conservative politicians, that is, are opposed to drugs when it affects whites. Minority drug addiction is okay with them. No, because it makes, it creates a good jail population because they usually are much harsher with them. Uh, Bridge MCP said, it wasn't fair. You couldn't get pain meds because of others' addiction. I agree, Bridge. That's why I said we legalize everything. Uh, Peggy Lopez, yep, those pain meds tend to become addictive from extended use longer than two weeks. Uh, somebody else says audio is weird. Bridge MCP says audio is weird too. Is it still weird? Huh. I don't know what would be the cause of that. I'll listen to it after the show and then see if there's anything I can use to mitigate that. This is the new headset that I'm using. And yesterday I used it and I don't think anybody had a problem with it, except Norman who said it sounded a bit tinny. Uh, AVQ, no, I can't take this anymore. The audio is ticking me off. See you tomorrow. You are so, uh, what is a word that I have to use for AVQ? Come on. Anyway, Melanie Keelan says, hi, bridge. Oh, really? I don't know then. Let me see if I can do something about that. Is it still the same? Let me know. Okay. All right. Let me do something here. All right, is it still that way? Let me know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> restream. Let's see. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Audio is off. Yes. Okay. Can you hear me now, folks? Let me know because I am looking at the signals here and all the signals seem to be going fine. Tell me if it's still misbehaving. It isn't ginger on FB. Okay. You fade in and out. It gets low, then loud. Okay. That must be the, um, let's see something here. Okay. Okay. I decided to change the ANC. Let me know if this made any change. I changed something called ANC on it. Let me know if that made a, a difference whatsoever. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Second move of the mic fixed the sound problem. Thank you very much. I'm glad to hear that. You need gold wave to monitor gain so you don't saturate the analog. What is gold wave? You're going to have to tell me what that is, uh, Bruce. Robert Davenport says the mic problem or digital distortion, not mic replacement problem. Okay, uh, let's see. Digital distortion. I'm looking at the distortion now. It's down. So tell me if that solved the problem, guys. No problem with audio now? Great. Audio much better? No. Okay, great. Can you produce gain on headset? Yes, I think I can. All clear, plof. Now. Okay, great. So that was the issue. ANC. Sounds better. Okay, so I have to remember to do the ANC, guys. Forgive me. That was then my fault. That was my fault. I am sorry about that. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, see if I, now that now that I'm putting the video on, it's all clear. Okay, let's go ahead and give the the the. Uh, you know what? Let me see what I've got here as far as timing is concerned. Let me let me tell you the issue that I have now. Since since Eric and a few others got me on, into so many other subjects, the 23 minute interview with the economists that I have. Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to give you guys a choice. I have three videos, one with Anand Iradhiradas, Chris Hayes, 
and and Joe John, uh, Dr. Johnson. And these are three good skits that I think we need to hear. And then uh, I also have Keisha Blair, The Economist, which is 23 minutes long. I think I'm going to hold Keisha for tomorrow. And I'm going to do these three these three things now because I'm at the halfway point and I don't want to shortchange anybody. So uh, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, let's go ahead and get busy. But uh, I'm going to play the first video and then we can go into, um, I, I can go ahead and ask, do my ask as usual. But here, here it goes. I want to set this up right. You know, um, with, with the MAGA crowd that we have there, many are asking themselves if we really have two parties. And as it turns out, we don't. We have a legitimate party, the Democratic Party, albeit one that we wish were a lot more progressive. And then we have a cult. This particular doctor think this cult is actually a terrorist organization. And if you look at the things that they do, you really can't argue the point, right? But let's see what Johnson had to say. And then what we'll do is we'll take it on the other side. Ted Cruz, you know, I'm not really MAGA. I just lie a lot. Uh, and that and that's sort of the right. hey, it's a wink. <laughs> I know what's really going on. But then you got these other people who, as you say, right. are to use the Scarface and the other references we make, getting high on their own supply. And that is something where, you know, I will say shout out to Obama that sometimes it seemed like he was almost like just pushing everyone and saying, oh, I'm so worried about the truth. And how are we going to self-govern? And it almost sounded like this lament. Um, but being the smart person that he is, he really was trying to warn everyone before the internet it sort of supercharged some of this stuff right. even worse that you can't govern you can't make covid policy in a world where people don't think covid is real or they have to wait six nine or 12 months right. for someone in their family to die of covid which we don't wish on anyone so I, my heart goes out to them i'm very sorry for right. them that they that they were lied to but boy when you believe those lies to that degree how do you even have i mean it's a big question for my last question to you but you're a professor how do you even have self-governance if a significant quantum of the populace uh, is completely confused about what reality is? I used to always say, Ari, with any sort of political conflict, this goes back to, I was saying this during Ferguson, you know, the country can't heal if we can't agree on what the diagnosis is of what got us sick. And at the end of the day, you have a certain segment of the population that has told the Republican Party, we do not believe in a multicultural democracy. So anything that you have to do to make sure that mm. this country stays in the hands of straight white men is okay. That is the mm. danger. That is what Vice President Harris talked about when she said, hey, the rise of the right and white supremacy. That's why I've said, I don't really think there are two parties in this country anymore. One is a semi-governing party called the Democrats, and the other is a dime storefront for a terrorist organization called MAGA. That is the real problem here. It's no longer about lies and disinformation. It's about having our sitting government take an active role in controlling dangerous people who do not believe in democracy anymore. And this election, it's a cliche to say every election is the most important one. This one matters because if these secretary of states get into office, there is no chance they will allow any Democrat to win a state and win that state's electoral college votes in 2024. Okay, that's it. Uh, as you can see, what Johnson is saying, I think is pretty apropos. Uh, it you know, for those who want to dispute whether the Republican Party has become a terrorist organization, 
I bring you Exhibit 1, January 6. I bring you Exhibit 2, Michigan and the governor. And I give you Exhibit 3. They got acquitted by sympathetic juries. Yes, the right side of the equation has become a terrorist organization and when we actually see it for what it's worth we're going to see that it's no different than what we we see in 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 uh in the different parts of the world where factions be become terroristic and that is what the republican party has become and why have they become that way because they do not have policies that support the majority of the people it's that simple. They don't have policies to support the majority of the people. Okay, let me let me uh, give a comeback to Brother Robert uh, Robert Davenport, who says um, the wireless mic connection is the problem. It will it will return until the RF connection is solid. The sound is still bad. You need a wired mic or a higher quality wireless microphone and headset. It would be great for me to have much better equipment i could right you know let, let me just say one thing davenport as we get more users more uh people that join the fold i will get better equipment but until then i will get the best equipment to give a good a good product and my expectation is that we don't only look at perfect quality, perfect sound quality, but what we look at is empowering content. That is what I'm hoping for, empowering content. Okay, that, that is what I'm talking Let's say show that pic again where you are sitting down <laughs> doing the show. I'll, I'll find that picture again for you. Um, I'll, I'll find a picture. I don't know if I have it sitting down right here, but I'll, I'll look for it. So that is that is what I'm saying, folks. Yeah, the sound is not the best that could be. You know, I, I could be like TYT and those guys where people are willing to give millions of dollars to support a great production. I am trying to do something a bit different, something more personal, and not only something more personal, but also everybody has access but also until we have more people supporting the program. Uh, you know, we can't get the best of equipment. $229 for this headset, uh, $229. Good, it had great reviews. And so far, it seems like it was my mistake why we had some of the, the bad things with, with it anyway. Anyhow, continuing, continuing, continuing. PDR Posse is smart. Carl Cox is absolutely right. Paul Fleming says, we are at the half point, so I'm going to give that in a minute, Paul. Uh, Robert Davenport, I read that already. Melanie Keelan says, remember to give the thumbs up. Yes, folks, please give that thumbs up on YouTube. We need it. We need it. Masticator said, LOL, y'all didn't give Egberto enough money. He had to get cut rate headphones. Come on, man. The right side of history doesn't come cheap. The correct side of history come with whatever we can we can afford to do, my friend. Again, it's not a problem. You know, it's it's the wealthy folk, right, that that think they have to have Rolls Royce of everything. I don't. I much would prefer have me some cheap beer with a good friend than a, a, a expensive wine and caviar with superficial folk, right? So no, I love my peeps. Good, average, regular, middle class, poor. Some of the, I have a few rich people in the house right now. But yeah, 
you know, so that's what it's all about. Uh, Peggy Lopez says, Masticator conservatives have positions on issues. MAGA has hate as its issue. Wow. I love the way you said that. So if you are not a progressive, you are a MAGA cult terrorist. No, if you are MAGA, you are a terrorist. If you're a GOP, you could be like uh, 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 Cheney, Liz Cheney, who has become, I don't like her policies, but she has become my hero. Anyhow, folks, time for Robert Davenport says, unintelligible audio does not spread the progressive message at all. Those headsets need to be returned. Just use wired mics. Okay, folks, how many of you can understand fine? How many of you think these headsets need to be returned? Give me a vote. I want to hear if it's that bad that it needs to be returned. Because it sounds, I mean, let me hear it, guys. The vote is up to you. So give me the vote as I go ahead and play my book video. Let's get busy at right now. I'm Igberto Willis. As host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies, I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. There you go. There you go. So please, folks, go consider getting our books. You can find our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books, politicsdoneright.com slash books books you can also get our uh let's see you can also get our if you click that join button on the, if you're on youtube click that join button and become a part of our posse politicsandright.com slash youtube politicsandright.com slash youtube alternatively you can also support us on patreon politicsandright.com slash patreon politicsandright.com slash patreon and please, please, please support us as well at PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Our store, we have a lot of new products in there, politicsandright.com slash store. And we have our all-encompassing form of support, politicsandright.com slash support. Please visit that and you know help us so that the next the, the, the next iteration of the of the um, of the headset we can set, satisfy Mr. Davenport. So the votes are in. The votes are in. Let's see what we've got so far. Davenport says return it. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Peggy Lopez says Carl uh, Cox says it's fixed right now. Uh, Bridge says the headset have been working, so she's a she's a don't return Peggy. So we have two returns. Uh, what we have here, we have uh, 
Bruce who says, Bruce votes no. Whatever mic you use might overdrive the audio. Sometimes fancy circuits like AGC as AVD work against each other. That's why monitor and ID the clue. Search Gold Eve audio thank you brother i will do that robert davenport says i started in the entertainment business as a sound engineer i have decades experience on major features network television i am not guessing at what the problem is um i hear you davenport i really do hear you and i respect your expertise as a sound engineer i i honestly do i'm a mechanical engineer so you are the um you are the expert there i won't argue that but again, I also, uh, like I said, will get expensive equipment. I'm looking for that. I'm looking for that uh, picture for you, Bridge. I really am looking for that picture. I think what I'm going to do, Bridge, is I'm going to have to. Um, I don't know where. I don't know where it's at, Bridge. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't find it. I should keep it here. I'm going to look for it, Bridge, and uh, then I'll show it for you tomorrow so everybody can see our work system. Okay uh lee grant says sound advice okay let give me my sound bridge says i just posted link to it okay i love you bridge you are such a wonderful person okay let, let's go ahead <laughs> you are great bridge okay you want to see what what we look like here i'm going to put that up for you guys bridge wants me to show you this so um and you guys know like unlike most shows you guys have the option to tell me what you'd like to see and i generally if i have the ability to do so oblige so here it is from bridge thank you bridge there is what we look like sorry for the blinking but that's what that's what we look like the studio that i'm running out of right now and i, I want to tell you something else about that studio that you guys are looking at right now you all played a major part in because and by the way i am inside of a very small apartment my daughter's apartment as we are moved the studio here from houston the studio in houston is a lot bigger has all the good stuff um you guys are responsible for a, a lot of this you know for me being able to broadcast directly out of houston you can see all the different headsets i've tried you know I think you're looking at over $1,000 worth of headsets here to see which one works better. And this one had seemed to work better until I made the mistake earlier on. Now, I could get a perfect mic, but I won't spend the money that a perfect mic costs until I have more uh, support. You know, I, I don't have a choice. So that that's where I'm at. And thank you, Bridge, for always being there, for giving us that little cheat sheet right there. Okay, I have another video for you. This one here is, as you guys know, Republicans have been really pushing this pedophile, uh, progressives as pedophiles, right? And they, 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 they want you to believe that somehow Democrats are deviants. They do all these crazy things and they're child molesters and they try to even make a reputable Supreme Court judge uh, look as if she was anything other than the best. She is gonna be likely the first or second most qualified judge in that court when she sits there. Don't listen to me, look it up. Yet, you know, they put the pedophile stuff on her and all these other things, right? Now, let's show you what Chris Hayes did because 
This is why I love Chris Hayes. He breaks things down so often just the right way. Check this out. This is QAnon all the way down. Republicans are repurposing old smears to taint Democrats as part of a shadowy cabal of child sex abusers. And again, what's so disgusting and gross about this is that, of course, child sexual abuse is an extremely real problem. Shockingly ubiquitous, in fact, everywhere throughout society, in all kinds of institutions across the political and cultural spectrum, liberal, conservative, secular, religious, no one's got a monopoly on it. Like, I don't know, let me think of an example, like, I don't know, the longest-serving Republican Speaker of the House. The fallout keeps growing tonight over the surprise indictment of former House Speaker Dennis Hastert. The allegations that Hastert was willing to pay millions to cover up sexual misconduct with a male student have shocked many, especially in Yorkville, Illinois. That's where Hastert used to coach and teach. A male student when he was uh, a wrestling coach there. It's odd, isn't it? The Republicans never bring up Dennis Hastert, who was accused of child sexual abuse when they were talking about the apparent cabal of pedophiles in the government. Or former Republican Congressman Mark Foley, who, of course, resigned in disgrace after he was caught sending sexually explicit messages to teenage boys who worked as congressional pages. Or failed Republican Senate candidate from Alabama, Judge Roy Moore, who leading Republicans, including Trump, defended after he was accused of pursuing sexual relationships with teenage girls while he was in his 30s, including one girl he pursued while she was 14 years old and he was 32 after they met at the courthouse where her mother was appearing for a child custody hearing. Think about that. Now, he denies this, but I leave the word for that kind of behavior. Again, if it happened, maybe you believe Roy Moore is grooming. Right-wing media closed ranks around Moore. The Federalist even ran an op-ed defending his content, conduct as alleged, writing, quote, to have a large family, the wife must start having kids when she is young. The husband needs to be well-established and able to support the family, in which case he will typically need to marry when older. Again, a 14-year-old at her mom's child custody hearing getting hit on, allegedly, by a 32-year-old prosecutor outside the court. Donald Trump even endorsed Moore's run. After the allegations surfaced that that's what he was doing. Or, I don't know, here's another example. How about the time that Tucker Carlson decided to defend Warren Jeffs, the fundamentalist cult leader, currently in prison for child rape? Carlson said that he's in prison for his, quote, weird and unpopular beliefs, like the forced marriage of underage girls. He was convicted of two counts of felony child sexual assault. Tucker thought that was unjustified. Actually, right now, there's a sitting member of Congress on the House Judiciary Committee, Republican Matt Gates, who is reportedly under investigation, federal investigation for sex trafficking underage girl. That's, again, something he denies. And, you know, innocent proved guilty. Hasn't even been charged. But again, if you're a party that's super, super, super keyed into this, you might be a little worried about that, right? Maybe have a little conversation with them. But what's going on there? Oh, yes. And Tennessee Republicans have a bill they advanced today, actually, that would. And I am not making this up. And I didn't believe it when I thought so. But I actually read it through to eliminate any minimum age requirement for marriage. 2022. Right now it is a minimum of 17 years. And they're going to just get rid of the minimum age. Now, if Democrats did any of these things, like that Tennessee bill, the right would lose its collective mind. And it would call them groomers and pedophiles. But of course, again, this is all bad faith. There's not an actual interest in protecting children here. It's not motivating it, which is part of what makes it so disgusting because children do need protection. But this is a disgusting and cynical attempt to render the political opposition essentially as hateable as possible, as sort of irredeemably evil, like the worst thing you could be. It's loathsome. And they know what they're doing. And they know what they're doing. So as you can see, 
what the title that I'm giving this blog because I put all these short snippets into a blog is projection, right? Republican GOP projection. Everything negative that you hear them paste on to Democrats, paste on to progressives. When it's something negative, it's what they are living. It is what they're doing over and over again. And you know, these are this is just a tip of the iceberg. I could have named at least 20, 30 more Republicans doing these sort of things. And you know, you know, there, there's a reason why people are like, well, Democrats do these things too. And you know what? They would be right. Democrats do a lot of, you know, sexual, bad sexual things and other things. But you know what? They're not, because they don't live by a false morality. A lot of things that they do can be out in the open, you know, and most of them are not going to be going ahead and trying to mess with children and then try to defend messing with children. I always wondered, I'm a man, not a man here. What can a man see in an underage girl? What is within your psyche to actually look at it under, I mean, when I, when I, I, I never forgot when my daughter was growing up and she had all these friends in the home, I would tell her all the time, you know, just because of the neighborhood I lived in, I lived in a mostly Republican neighborhood. I want, I did, if my wife wasn't in the home, those girls, my daughter's age could not be in the home. Not because of anything of me. For me, they were just not one of my daughters. And to this day, quite a few of them consider me daddy. But um, I've seen this in these neighborhoods. Where, and, and the way the reason I know it's in the neighborhoods is when I went, go right in the cycle with these guys and they'll make certain comments and I would be like, my God, that's a baby. Do you really find that uh, attractive or somebody that you want to take care of? It, it blows my mind. I'm sorry. It just blows my mind. Anyhow, um, yes, the pedal thing. What is up with them? Everything is made sexual and deviant. Seems like they may be looking in a mirror. And that's it, Bridge MCP. Uh, Paul Fleming says, you don't have to justify anything to those who won't support the program. Progress comes when the business dictates. Paul Fleming, thank you so kindly. And by the way, Paul, thank you for being a supporter in many different forms. You're a good man. And likewise, Bridge and a lot of you, a lot of other ones that I see here support very well. Thank you. Uh, Bridge, your your love scent. Yes, the pedo thing. What is up with them, she says. Uh, it's conservatives who support sexual assault on, on males, females of any age. Trump, Kavanaugh, Thomas are best examples. Bridge MCP says, true, Carl Cox. <laughs> Snack Panther says GOP equals goof off pedal. Oh my God! I don't. I can't go there with you, Snack Panther. I try to bring people together, but it is funny. Robert Brother Davenport says Jim Jordan is on the list of wrestling coaches abuse scandals as well. Exactly, uh, Davenport. Exactly. And you know, and, and you know what's so funny? He still has a big mouth in Congress. If I were a Democratic person, right? I would immediately say, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know? Um, let's see. Uh, Carl Cox says, uh, <laughs> the GOP is using the same tactics as Nazi Germany. I agreed. Bruce Pollard says, Egberto is my daddy too. All right. I'll be your daddy too, uh, the brother Bruce. I love Bruce. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce 
Bruce's house was behind mine before he moved after he became an empty nester. Love Bruce. Bruce was a great neighbor. Um, Nanette Bird Smith. Hi, how you doing, Nanette? Haven't heard from you in a little while. Welcome aboard. I have one last video and I think we have the time for it. Oh my God, we. Uh, it's going to be right close, but I'm going to play it. I, I, I need to play this one. I need to play this one. So let's get busy. Anand Hirad Hiradas, I tell you what, he hit the nail on the head. Everybody knows by now that uh, Musk bought about around 10% of Twitter. And many people just, many people love to revere Musk as if he's this great person that has done so much. And I've been really down on him. I've been down on all these billionaires because I don't think they really contribute much to society. It's great to see the author of Winner Takes All gets it. I want you guys to listen to this and then we'll go ahead and take it on the other side because it's rather important and he articulates it perfectly. Your thoughts on him now basically being Twitter's biggest owner. We live in this moment in which the arsonists are cosplaying as firefighters. The people who cause our greatest social problems, global problems, are trying to con us into thinking not only that they're okay, but that they are the solution to the problems they've caused. So look at Musk. Musk uh, has built his business through government subsidies years ago and now turns around, stiffs the government on taxes and, and explains how inefficient government spending is. And he can do everything better privately in space and elsewhere. Uh, he is building in Tesla a documentedly racist company uh, that perhaps reminds him, uh, gives him nostalgic memories of apartheid South Africa, where he grew up. Uh, and on social media, he's been charged by the SEC with misleading investors and paid millions in fines. Uh, he's more than that, an embodiment of what I would say is Twitter's biggest strategic problem, which is a hostile cruel, uh, dangerous mm -hmm. online environment, especially for women, especially for people of color, women of color in particular. And mm -hmm. Musk embodies that bullying, that bro harassment, the pedo guy thing. You can't do that unless you're one of the world's richest people. Just call someone a pedo with no basis. And he won the case, even though he did it because mm -hmm. he's the world's richest guy. And so here we have now, after someone who has helped make Twitter worse every day, the arsonist, is coming back to cosplay as firefighter. He is going to be at the board seat, Joy, yeah. discussing how to make Twitter safer, how to make it better. And his agenda has been telegraphed very clearly, less control. At a moment when Twitter's greatest uh, opportunity and need is for greater control of Nazism on the platform, of doxing and brigading of women and ruining women's lives for having opinions uh, on Twitter, controlling that. He wants the opposite, and they yeah. have welcomed him to their board. And the thing is that he wasn't even honest. About, I mean, he broke the law already. So he delayed filing this form that he's supposed to do when he's supposed to disclose, you know, that he's bought 9.2 percent of the company. He didn't do that. He delayed it. He made $156 million by delaying the disclosure of his stake. He made a ton of money, waited more than 20 days to do the disclosure. So he made money, but that's not even legal. He'll get away with that, too. And what, I don't know if you were I worry about part of what you said there. We are coming up to an election where you're going to probably have now a flood of misinformation again, maybe Trump back in play, all the dangerous, all the little Nazis that used to be on there, the QAnoners, he might bring them all back. Our democracy doesn't have terrific odds right now, as you cover every night uh, on this broadcast for 
a, a gazillion different stories that are all kind of intersecting and coalescing in one historical moment. It doesn't have great odds. One of the things making those odds even worse every day is that a growing chunk of Americans, a significant minority, uh, are no longer dwellers of the land of reality. They live in a fantasy. And it's not a fantasy of their own private bedroom concoction. It is mm -hmm. a fantasy manufactured by some of the richest and most powerful and intelligent people on earth who know better and profit from making those people believe those things so they can get right-wing authoritarian fascist governments to give them a tax cut, cut some regulations, mm -hmm. repeat and rinse. And Elon Musk is the fox coming into the hen house. And it is shameful that Twitter, which has a fiduciary obligation, I would think, to protect people who actually use it, the millions of people who actually use it. The, did they ask a single woman? A single woman. Was a single woman consulted? And this is it was a single person of color who just uses yeah. Twitter, who made the mistake of using Twitter and needs it for their job, needs it to amplify the stories they do, needs it for the reporting they do. Yeah. Did they consult with anybody? I reached out to Parag Agarwal tonight yeah. a couple of days ago when this yeah. news broke, saying, let's yeah. let's have a conversation. You're yeah. brown. I'm brown. Let's I would love for you to hear from yeah. someone who doesn't have this point of view. Yeah. Uh, I guess he only it has time to respond to Elon Musk. And, you know, what is so important about what he said, and I hope you guys listen to it. Number one, we shouldn't really sit down here having respect for these billionaires as if they accomplished this stuff on their own because they didn't. In fact, most of the times, most of the accomplishment was on the back of some. They were the ones who were able to get the accolades for that particular accomplishment. They're just good at using the capitalist system where they monetize somebody else's work. But the other thing that he's pointed out is something we talk about here on Politics Done Right all of the time, that we have to inculcate it into the minds of other people out on the majority. And that is, these people who are living in this fantasy land, a fantasy land created by the rich, the plutocracy, into fooling you into believing QAnon, fooling you into believing that supply-side supply economics works, fooling you into believing that billionaires are job creators, fooling you into believing all these things that uh, somehow uh, it is it, the energy that you use, it's only these groups that can get it. You know, keeping, uh, uh, you know, for, for those who want more oil, right? We have Venezuela swimming in oil, but because they don't have the right governmental system where the corporate control of the resources can be maintained, we'll just leave that pool of oil until we can overthrow that government and have the corporations go in. That is what we do. Anan gets it. Many people get it. The problem is we need so many more telling the story. And that is what we're doing. That is my sole goal, tell the story, right? And I am one who believes most people are smart. And that if you build trust, and that's an important thing, right? Because we have many sources of information. If you build trust, then your message would get traction. And I just want to do my small part. I just want to do my small part. Team Ashley is doing great. Thank you, Nanette Bird-Smith. Thank you so kindly. She's studying right now for her board. She's done with school, studying for the boards. And that's what she's been. She has to do for the next several weeks before she takes her board exam. Um, guys, we're coming to the end of the program. I just want to tell, tell you guys, most of all, thank you for being here.
please remember to share the program after the show. Share the blogs. I update the blogs and I do what I need to do to clean some of it up. I'm very sorry for the beginning how the mic sounds. Uh, for Brother Robert Davenport and Peggy Lopez, who were the two votes again that says return the mic. I won't return the mic, but I tell you what I'll do when 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 the finances get to the point that we can, I will have better a more expensive micros. There are a couple that I saw for three hundred eighty something dollars that purport to be much better than this one, which was at two twenty nine. Now consider getting those then. So um, now I want to thank you all for always being here. I want to thank you for spreading the message. I want to thank you for your uh, your trust, and let's make a change. Let's know that we are empowered to make that change. We can do it. You know, most people think ah, I'm gonna throw my head up, hands in the air. Like right now, I, I gotta go. I know I'm going a little bit over, but I want to say this. I want to say this. Can you help with Terry V, Ohio? I can help with anybody, any, any, any Congress, anybody running for Congress that's a good progressive. Bring them here. We'll get them on. We'll also spread their message out. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. Now let let me get this out because I want to say this. Everybody is acting like 2022 is a foregone conclusion, right? It's a gimmick. And what I mean by it's a gimmick, it's the following. It's a foregone conclusion if Democrats and progressives don't. Thank you very much for having been here, Panther, Snack Panther. Don't want to do the work. If we go out there, this this will be a great change. Can I email you? Absolutely. Info at politicsandright.com. Info at politicsandright.com. Let me tell you this, people. This is very important. If you do the work, if you go talk to people, engage people, they'll at least listen. And given that we know we're on the right side of history, we will be able to get to them. So one more time, I want to thank you guys for being a part of Politics and Right. I want to ask you guys one more time to support us. I'm just going to put one link in there because it has all the other links in it. Please go to politicsunright.com slash support and support us in however way you can. PayPal, Cash App, Venmo. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Patreon, our store, our books, whatever you can. You help us get the message out. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.